Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. 36-yard line of Philly. Shotgun snap to Hertz. Dropping back. Only one person rushing. Hertz looking, standing still, winding up. Long pass. It lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeroes on the clock. It's over. It's over. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal. Trailing at 10. At the halftime stop, 24-14, they go on to win 38-35. What a game. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and here with me, though not in his normal spot, next to me or near me, he's across the room because we are playing, yeah, that's right, NCAA Football 14, much to the chagrin of many of our older listeners, (laughs) Uh, but that's okay. We're going to be talking, too, so let me actually pull up a camera that has Justin in the shot. There we go. There he is. Yep, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to rock and roll with college football, our year four of our Florida Atlantic Owls franchise or, or dynasty. Oh, here we go. Let's let's see if we can uh, keep it rolling this year. So uh, Justin's going to get started here. I'll pull up the gameplay for everyone, see if I can get the right one. And uh, nope, that's not it. Let's go try that one. Nope, that's not it either. Oh, here we go. I think it's this one. Nope, not, not that one. That way, there we go. Okay, I found it. There's seventh time's a charm. All right. All right. So, but while we play our first and second game in our NCAA football 14 dynasty, we are going to be talking about a couple topics tonight, Justin. One we alluded to two weeks ago. Last week we were on the Bulldog Hour, so right, we didn't have right. this show. But two weeks ago, we, you know, kind of did our Super Bowl thoughts, our recap, and we didn't talk about one thing that was evident in the game, but became more of a talking point in the days and weeks since the game. It's not really specific to the Super Bowl or or just the Eagles, but they're the ones that has it at the front of everyone's mind. And that is the short yardage situation that the Eagles have made famous this year because they succeeded, I think, almost a 91% clip throughout the year. They used it often and frequently, not just on third and fourth and short. Any short yardage situation, they've been able to... uh to really manhandle the defense when they needed this short yardage uh, for a first down or a touchdown. And they did so, I believe, scoring two touchdowns in the Super Bowl out of the formation. So if you weren't aware of it, which I was, I I knew of it, Justin, but I didn't, I I can't say I saw it a lot this year. Yeah, and being like, I watched a lot more of the Eagles games like through. So like I saw it a lot all year. I mean, I know they 
what did it like I think like thirty two times all year or something like that, which over the course of you know what was it like you can kick off whenever you're okay. ready over the course of like twenty games isn't all that much. It's not even twice a. Uh, it's about twice a game, I guess. Right? Close, yeah. Roughly, give or take. Give or take. Roughly speaking, it's twice a game, so it's not all that often. But yeah, like it is a prominent play because those are usually. A, important plays for lack of a better term you know they're all important but um yeah so haven't got rid of those xx players yet huh (laughs) we're in year four we're getting close getting closer to kick all the uh unnamed players out of the game but yeah so there i'm glad we're talking about this just because last week i either the beginning of this past week or even last weekend, the athletic put out an article about it. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I had saved it all week and I only read it today. Okay. Yeah. I read it earlier this week. Uh, but it, it was re- really, really nice to see some kind of stats and information yes. and just kind of see what the temperature is on everyone. Because we're talking about, we had actually brought up this to talk about on the show because there were people complaining about it during the game, you know, just fans of the NFL, I'm not sure if, if Chiefs fans were chief among them or not, but it just kind of came up because when you have hundreds of mil- or over 100 million people watching something that they may have not seen during the season, it piques their interest and they wonder if it's legal, which obviously it is. Right. And it has what- been for nine years. Well, actually, longer. 2000, okay. 2005, I believe. Okay. Is when I was they- thinking. I was thinking it was twenty fourteen, but maybe that was just another stat that was like. Singing. But you're right. I think it has been since like two thousand five or six or something like that that they, that they made that change. You're starting the game out on the right foot there with the yeah. sack. So um, yeah, let me. Uh, we'll change seats now so I can play offense. But um, so that's where we're at. We're going to be talking about the Eagles' short yardage usage. Yeah, and and like when we um, when we discussed the Super Bowl itself, like just admittedly, I will try to remove <laughs> you know some of my fandom from it, but at the same time, like yeah, my team had a lot of success with that this year, and so like there is a part of me that's like tough, you know what I mean? Like, but I I get I do I do understand the discussion around it, like um and. I guess that's what we'll. One of the things we'll get into. Well, yeah, and in one of our, you know, messages, DMs, whatever we were doing uh, to communicate what's going on, I actually think it might have been through Instagram because I think you shared a post about someone um, complaining about it or saying that it shouldn't be a part of the game or right, something right. like that. Oh, awful start for me. Um, and I said to you, I was like, honestly. As I was watching the Super Bowl and I saw the play happen a few times, I was shocked that it was something the NFL wanted to continue to happen. Not because I disagree with the advantages that it gives the offense, although with the way the league has really made it easier for offenses to uh, move down the field or keep possession of the ball, I'm surprised that they want to continue um, allowing more and more advantages in the offense. But I told you flat out, it looks like a safety nightmare uh, yeah. when the two uh, two lines are that close together and you know that they're both trying to be the lowest out on the field. It just seems like it's calling for head, neck injuries or uh, knee and ankle injuries. Yeah. And, and that's my biggest thing about why I think they should look at it and maybe make some changes. And, and I don't disagree with that. But like one of the things like I look at in the NFL, I mean, 
and I think the athletic article mentioned this was because they kind of called Ron Rivera out on it a little bit because he was like, no. it's, he talked about how it's so dangerous, and they're like, well, there hasn't been an injury from it, and he like kind of he didn't have an answer now. From the Eagles' standpoint, that version of it hasn't been as widespread. I, I was shocked to read that in the article that there hadn't been any injuries on on the play, just because it looks so brutal. Right. Just yeah, you know they they bring in extra linemen, right? It's um, it's a very it's a jumbo set. Yeah, it's basically like eight linemen, and well, I mean, it depends how you're counting the tight ends, but tight ends, oh, right, yeah. with with the intention of blocking. Um, and, and I do get that. Um, you know, I look at it as, and and again, there's different aspects to it, but like, if you're going to do that, then like, in my opinion, like the QB sneak at all is, is dangerous because think about how you have guys flying over the top and all that. You know what I mean? Like, but like, yes, like I I know there is some of that, like when you look, especially because they're, they're so low and they're. You know they're going to fire off the ball. Oh, I just picked a play. I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. I, and honestly, I, I feel like the focus has mostly been on pushing Hurts or the quarterback. But to me, that's the least aggressive part of the entire play is someone helping him along. Right. It's the lineman that I'm more concerned about. Yeah. And and with the lineman, like, that, that's something I feel like I – I do like it. They do need to look at that and kind of see. Um, I, I look at it as I feel like, and I feel like the the athletic article did a really good job of this too. They kind of took it from the the optics of it more because as of right now, like speaking right now, there aren't the numbers to support that. Like, oh, it's a danger, right? Or. Ha- or let me rephrase that. But for once, that, the NFL that, should probably get out ahead of that. Right, right. They took more of this standpoint that, like, look, the numbers don't show that it has been causing injuries. I should say that. Not that it's not dangerous. But that it hasn't been causing injuries separate from the, quote-unquote, it's a boring play or an ugly play, and right. they want it spread out. I'm like, well, okay. But, like, I, part of me is like, yes, but – if you want to look at it as teams, especially the Eagles, were really successful. Oh, come like, on. Don't they want more high leverage downs? You know, don't they want and, – and the article, again, to give them credit, the Athletic, they did a great job of saying, like, you know, if, if the Eagles are running it more just on, like, fourth down, you know. But it talked about the one series in the, in the Super Bowl where they ran it on, like, three or two out of three plays or something like that. Well, yeah, but the, one of those was like third or fourth and short inside the right. five. They're not running it on first right. and ten. Right, and that's where, you know, like the rumor of like Sean Payton saying like, well, I'll just run it every down. No, you won't. Like, I, I guarantee he won't run right. it every down. In the down. athletic article, he said, I wish I had thought of it or something like right, that. Right, exactly. And and I another thing was like from a lot of the headlines I got, it made it sound like, oh, this is going away and it's going away now. And the athletic article kind no, of... No, they said it wasn't going to happen this year. Right. They basically made it sound like, listen, there is not enough support to make this go away instantly. It could be down the road, but it was like, you know, I don't see that instantly. To quick tangent, not to derail this no, conversation. Uh, I hope the um, Eagles' stupid proposal is one that doesn't uh. make the cutting board... <laughs> 
make, it hits the cutting room floor as well. Because I, if I see so a number zero in the I, I was going to say, I've read two Eagles proposals. I don't know. I think you get the most you get is three. Um, but I think the other one, I think, is something that you might potentially be able to get behind. But Do yes, I, I knew it. I, I knew I knew which one you were not going to get behind. The number zero so, and double so, zero do not belong so you give, on the football field. You give field. the number zero, zero stars, do not recommend. Correct, yes. So what's their other proposal? Um, to adopt the uh, fourth and 15 oh, version. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. And I think that, and I think along with it, or and this may not be specific to the Eagles one, but like oh, the idea that you can only do it in like the last five minutes of – the halves, maybe. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, come up with something. I'm right. fine with that. I, I kind of like and that. Have you watched much of the XFL? No. So no. I watched I also, some the first weekend, but not. This I enjoy their uh, kickoff, too. Yes. Yes. I so, agree. I agree. Uh, and know, they, I, I saw something that mentioned the punt rules, but I didn't. I don't know what that was referring to. I yeah, I, I'm not as familiar with those. That. But the kickoff, so you, you, ba- you have to kick it off. To, like, you can't. There's no touchbacks. Right. Or, or there's not supposed to be any touchbacks, or I believe, I guess it's a penalty. You have to kick it between the 0 and 20. That's where they can field it. But the two opposing lines or blocking and, and defenders are lined up five yards across from each other and can't move until the player touches the ball. Right. And they're like 10 yards away from him. Right. So, so there's no high-speed collisions right. or anything like that. eliminates the high-speed collisions, but yeah, like I, I, I really like it. So, I mean, it's interesting. It, it, it probably would take three to five years for it to be under consideration if it works out in the XFL or USFL or if they merge or whatever. But it, it's, it definitely has my interest peaked, the, those, some options that are floating out there in the spring football league. So Yeah, it, and what a great place to try them out where you don't have people, like, screaming about, oh, no. Yeah. Less than ideal. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, back to the short yardage thing. It was I do kind of like that they're taking their time. I yes. do like that they're looking yes. at it. I, I would like to see them continue to look at it because yeah, one. Yeah, I go just, ahead. Sorry. I, my, just I got just go back to health and safety. For the last decade, we've been hearing all about health and safety, primarily with head injuries, concussions, and that reared its ugly head, unfortunately, in a bad way this year. But if they would like to prolong people's careers, I feel like you're just a few plays away from there being a catastrophic head and neck injury or knee ankle leg injury that could end someone's career on a play that you could possibly mitigate change or eliminate. Right. Yeah. And, and from the like player health and safety thing, like absolutely. I feel like that's one area where they need have their experts really kind of look at this and, and see and, and I hate saying like get more data because like if it is dangerous, you don't necessarily want to wait till something bad happens right. to react. But be, like be proactive instead of right, react. Right. But like see, like see and like examine and look at all those things. They have the ability to really do that and kind of put like a risk factor on that. And then kind of go kind of go from there. I I hate the idea that like, oh, because the Eagles were so successful at it, that's why we want to ban it. And that's like that's most of no, like the it, loud people speaking. Not, it's a copycat league. If right. you don't like it, and, just do it yourself. And part of me is like, and again, they kind of, I saw some articles talk about this too. Like to say like, oh, well, it's so simple. Well, if it was that simple, one, everyone would do it. And two, 
you saw it's a really small sample size, but when they tried it with Gardner Minshew, it didn't work. It, didn't work it well, works yeah. when you have a quarterback that squats six hundred pounds, right. but it doesn't work when you you know now that's not to say you know there are a lot of factors that go into those things, but like it's not as simple as like oh it's a guaranteed first down. No, it's it's not. You still have to execute it, and you know I look at there are so many aspects to the QB sneak that are dangerous, like including defenders just leaping headfirst over the pile like and and well, I, I get it having ankles I, and twisting and turning right like i get it it's it's crazy and like everyone on both sides of the ball is going to do everything they can to win that battle but the ball. but at the same time i'm just like like that whole i if if they come to some consensus about player safety like what am i going to say like i may not like it because it takes away quote unquote an advantage from my team but Okay, like uh, it's a necessary part if you want to continue to have, oh. if you want to continue to have the you know football, but Are at this you, at the same time, yeah, that, that yeah that was not good. At the same time, like the idea of it's an ugly play or a boring play, I hate that. Well, then stop it. Like you know, stop it. Like come up with a thing you can push the defenders too. Like stop it. You know, um, and or don't let them you know, like don't give up nine yards on first and second down. You know what I mean? Like it was interesting to me. And I know you mentioned it already and just we're touching on it a bit that it's a, an, a looks thing. Basically what you and I talk about all the time, the optics of the situation. And I, I I understand what they're saying. I, I don't feel that way that it looks whatever they were trying to, whatever point they were trying to make about the way it looks. Uh, however, I, I I do. It is it, it's a boring play to me because you feel like it's guaranteed because of how good the Eagles were at it. Right. No, like, I, well, I here that. we go again. You know that they're going to get it, so we might as well just give them a first down. Like that. Every time they ran in the Super Bowl, you knew they were going to get it. I believe they converted every time they ran it. They I mean, they converted ninety one percent of the time throughout this season. So, and and I, is it fair to eliminate for that reason? No, I don't think it's fair for that reason. But they can easily pin it on health and safety and get away with it. I mean, right. they, they've made so many changes for health and safety. This would just be another one. And also, they can just be like, well, it was illegal for how long? We right. only made it illegal, you know, not even I, 20 years ago. Speaking of, and this is this is a different topic, but another one that was, like, gotten thrown around towards the end of the season was the elimination of the, like, the hip drop tackle. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, like, then then I don't want guys to try and run through tackles. You know what I mean? Like, I I get what they're saying. They want they don't want guys like getting their legs rolled up on. But like, I just feel like that you're just there's adding... some there's some inherent danger. Oh, hang on, I'll let you. I I there's some inherent danger to playing tackle football, and and the hip drop thing is not like that's not a head thing. That's not you know like I the the that's a what, what, thing. right what we were just talking about is that you know the potential head and neck issues you know like okay so i understand where that would be maybe prioritized a little bit more but again i'm I'm certainly biased in part because the eagles have been so successful at it next year they're gonna line up on short yardage but have five wide receivers oh my gosh catch them sleeping well thank you for blocking well and that's and that's what and and i get he's he's you know saying his stuff but like sirian's like Towards the end of the year, they did and successfully kind of shift out of that and run a couple plays out of it because right, now, teams were like so 
that was another argument that like we've lined up and it's making you right. think we're going to so, run that and then we hit right. So thing. within the year, they've already seen like adjustments, you know, and yeah, it hold your block. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I was glad again, selfishly, I was glad like looking at the athletic article that it sees, seems like they're going to like, you know, it's been introduced. So everybody will kind of be watching it. But it it isn't like a done deal, right? Yet, like they're gonna kind of see. And also, you need what? You need twenty four. Twenty four, yeah. 24 yeah, so you need twenty four teams. Um, it feels like I haven't played this game in six months. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> I haven't played this game in like six months. Get over! No. At least he ran back another ten yards. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> so, I, I feel like bottom line, we're we're not going to see anything definitive this year. I don't even know if it'll be put up for a vote. I feel a vote. I feel like they're going to table it and say we need more information. We want more feedback. You know, there's going to be all these things on the table that I don't know that they're going to see. Right. Um, and maybe they have to vote on it. You know, I don't know how that works. If it's proposed, do they have to vote on it, or can they say? Let's uh, let's do some research. You know, hand it off to some committee. You know, just like all these uh bureaucratic organizations and corporations like to operate. Uh, we're gonna organize a committee and a research group and just basically put it to the back burner until they know more. So, I, I, do you have anything else to say on that? I don't. I like I said. I hope they kind of table it at least to start. We'll kind of see how it goes, right? Um, like, and again, I, I understand the head and neck piece. So, like, I'm just gonna. Oh, they they broke through your uh, attempt to freeze. Oh, that's gonna—that's illegal now. I, I was gonna say, <laughs> and they did it again. Oh gosh! So I—I I guess we could could talk about uh, the college rules or the baseball rules. We'll save baseball for uh, the end of the month, right before the regular okay. season starts. Um, the ah. the other thing we were gonna talk about was, uh, you can just field this. I don't. Oh wait, I'm gonna be on offense to start anyways. Right. Yes. So we're going to look ahead to 2023, this fall season, the NFL season, you know, without really anything else happening. Not No big moves have really gone down yet. We haven't really had any significant trades or free agents haven't been able to sign. But I, how do you feel about going into this year? Do you think a lot of the same teams are, are going to be back or are we going to see the same attrition rate in terms of making the playoff as we've been accustomed to. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. So like I feel like as an early look to like look at it, 
Let's look. I'll, I'll kind of go through the AFC. I feel like Kansas City isn't going anywhere. Right. You know, um, not with Reed and Mahomes. Right, and then let's see the Bengals. I feel like aren't really going anywhere. It'll be interesting. You know, they're going to start to have some decisions they have to make, like salary wise and things like that. I know there's been rumors of like T Higgins being on the trading block and like stuff like that, but like. It, like I still don't. I I'm a believer that they're headed in the right direction. Buffalo, I don't think is is headed anywhere. You know, there's some interesting discussions going on there, just about like what they need to do to get over the hump. But like again, a solid contender. You know what I mean? Um, nice. And then, you know, you look. I think Jacksonville's headed in the right direction in a division two where I don't know open. that anyone else is. Right. Um, and let's see. So, who else? Um, I the Dolphins I, again. Like I feel like they're headed in the right direction. We've we've discussed this at length. We don't need to beat it into the ground. But like I I for reasons off. Well, not off. For reasons outside of his play, I still don't know that the question has been answered about Tua, which is what. I was hoping would happen this year for the Dolphins to know one way or the other. It it looked that way early. Right. You're like, yes, they got the answer. Then you got concerned about his injury stuff. Then he came back and you're like, okay, he's not the same. Right. And then he got hurt again. Right. uh, So like, you know, the biggest thing was hoping kind of like a yes or no um, either way. And we didn't fully get that because of all kinds of crazy circumstances. But like, I still feel like they're, they're right there. Um, so like I, I don't I don't know. I mean I guess some of those teams have so many like Jacksonville arguably overachieved this year. Yeah, but I, I just don't Tennessee's gonna be worse, I think. I, no, I, I'm on board with that, man. I am not I am not a Tennessee believer. And then you also like I think Houston could eventually be okay, but there that's that's a terrible situation too. Um and the Colts, I feel like, need to do a rebuild, don't you think? Like they yeah. need like a true rebuild. Why is my tight end in at running back right now? Did Morris get hurt? I don't I don't know. Maybe he just got subbed out. Maybe. Um you know, so like I see a lot of those teams doing well. I, I know you hate to hear this, but like oh, there is, it yeah. would be interesting to me what happens if the Jets do get a real quarterback. Like just because I feel like they're solid enough, like the way they played this year, I feel like they're solid enough. But yeah, I mean, I hate to hear it, but I can't say that you're wrong. Right, and Garrett Wilson won rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. And Sauce Gardner won defensive rookie. Of right, the year. you know, and so it's it's one of those things where I, I don't, and I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers, but just like any, like I think I think Derek Carr would be a great fit there, um, because I know some people don't believe that, but I look at what Salah had success in San Francisco as the d- defensive guy, but like with Jimmy Garoppolo led teams, you know, like they, he doesn't need a ton from his offense. He needs more than Zach Wilson brought. Right. Well, more than Which Zach Wilson brought is going to be from pretty much any competent guy you get in the league. Um, talk about a bust. Oof. I feel like you could see that coming from a mile away. Yes. That entire draft class. Well, Trevor Lawrence had a much better year. Yeah, but yes. Everyone else. Yes. Yes. So, um, but so, so like the, I could see the Jets being better. San Diego is an interesting one, especially with um, Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator there now. My dad, San like, Diego. Oh gosh. 
I thought I was like, I was like, man, I didn't know your dad was that big of a Kellen Moore fan. Like, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. The chargers could be an interesting one. Um, so there, there's definitely some, some other teams, but like, I, um, I feel like the Steelers still have a lot of question marks. Right. Yeah. No, I, the, the Ravens are always a question mark. What are they going to be doing? Yeah. You know, like, so yeah. the Browns is Watson going to round back into form? I know it, it's, oh man. It's can really he stay tough. out of jail? Like I, I, I'm not like. Can, I'm not, can not he, tongue in cheek. Right, know, like, 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 literally, legit, can he stay? Like, can this happen? Right, because it's, oh, it's, not, it wasn't like a. You know, we've seen guys make stupid mistakes. We've seen guys. That was a bad. Take accountability for things. We've seen guys do things. He's done none of those things. Right. He's taken no accountability. He's made excuses. He's made excuses. It was like thirty times. You know, like supposedly. Um, Allegedly. Right, but like it, yeah. it's just. Yeah, so like I don't have a whole lot of confidence that he's gonna, but like I don't know, I I don't have any confidence that the Browns as an organization can get it right. Yeah, um, fool me for the last right. So years. on the AFC side, I'd say like the teams that were there, I feel like have huge advantages, which I know is easy to say in early March. You know, like what has changed um, from what I just saw. Right. But like I think the Jets might be the biggest threat to challenge into that group. Steelers are an interesting one, but I think a lot of that will depend on how things work out with the Ravens and how things like in the Bengals, like it's no easy thing there. You know, they're in a tough division. Oh my gosh. I'm on the four. Well, let's call up our Eagles short yardage play. <laughs> Um, uh, too early in the season for me to get Right. Involved. When I look at the NFC NFC side, I think the Niners will be there. I think the Eagles have a lot to be like in the mix. I'm not saying they'll they'll get back right away, but I, you know, I think they'll be there in the mix. Um I think Dallas is obviously going to be in the mix. I'll I'll go out on one here like I don't know at the nineteen number nineteen team lost, so if we could pull this out, that would be, be moving up, us. moving on up. Um, I and maybe I'm maybe I'm swinging and missing here, but I think the Giants overachieved this year. Oh, I completely and agree. I see them could take a step back next year. Look, they finished the season on a three and seven run. You know, like I think people figured out what they were. Right, exactly. Um. Which was they were Saquon, you know, and and that's a heck of a weapon, but you know what? Look what they were doing to surround those guys when they had Daniel Jones on. Yeah, there we go. On on the rookie deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now there's rumors he's going to be asking for forty five million. So. So, I'm not a believer in the Giants. Um, Washington could be interesting. Like we've kind of say the same thing in there every year. But I'm I we like Ron Rivera, even though he doesn't like the short yardage play. I like Ron Rivera, um, but they're s- still looking for their quarterback. Yeah, still. Um, 
And the ownership thing there is an absolute disaster. Oh, what a dumpster fire. Like, yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting how that all goes down. But honestly, I, I feel like it's almost too late for, even if you, Snyder were to sell the team, it's too late to directly affect next year. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, so, I'm just bleeding this clock, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then... You know, I look at NFC North. I'm I'm a buyer on the on the Lions and and continued upward trajectory. It'll be interesting to see what they try to do. Do they try and upgrade the quarterback position or do they kind of ride with Goff, who's been to a Super Bowl? I know, but like I I don't know. Like it'll be interesting to see what they kind of do if they can continue to upgrade spots and continue to play well. That'll be interesting. Green Bay's huge question mark because what's going to happen at quarterback for them? Um, the Vikings. Oh my gosh, he jumped. It's legal procedure. <sighs> the Vikings are are huge. You know, like what what's there? Um, I'm not real strong believers. I feel like they've got some flashy pieces, but I'll believe it when I see it. Like they don't. They're they they their best chance was the year Cousins was hurt and they let a backup Eagles quarterback whoop them. You know, like that was that was their best shot. Yeah. Um, I can't believe they're not calling timeout. That's okay. Um, and then, let's see, out west, the Rams. They're still in a tough spot, I feel like, and they're Stafford, gonna be even worse. Stafford's not year. getting you hunger. Yeah. Um They're gonna be worse this year. Seattle's a really interesting team. Like, can they start to re like kind of rebuild and did did they sign Gino to an extension? No, not yet. Okay. They want to. Right. And they didn't franchise him yet, though, did they? I first the down. First. Yes. And I didn't score. That was like the best case scenario, <laughs> actually. Um I'm Should I just you. take knees? I would I would take one and see what they do. Or I mean, you can try and run it up the middle. If they stop you, they stop you. But is that on under special teams? I don't need that often. It is. It is under special teams. You spike it. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll they'll use their timeouts now, though. I think. Wait, they didn't use one? They're still not using them. Well, then we're done. If they don't call it, it's over. I just got to kick the field goal. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're right. It's not over. Not over. I'm going to I'm going to score a touchdown. Okay. I'm going to try to. Go for two. <laughs> One side kick it. All right. That'd be a good way to start the year, beating the number three team. So I love the confidence you have in me here. Of uh, hey, twelve top. seconds. Don't don't screw it up. <laughs> he kicks it deep as hard as he can. 
And short of the end zone, so he has to actually return it. Oh, no. That's a big hole there, Justin. <laughs> uh, seven seconds. Probably, are they going to try a quick throw, or are they going to go right Hail Mary? Well, based on their clock management, I'm guessing they're doing Hail Mary. Yeah, that was weird. So I'll go through my my thoughts on the team then, uh, okay. or on the, on the NFL for 2023. I, I agree, like usual. I agree with almost everything that you said. I'm not even sure I can figure out something that uh, I disagree with. Oh, with a second left. I should have just let him go and then knocked him out. So I'll start in – we usually go west first. So I'll go NFC West. Yeah. Seahawks, I, I think they – I think they overachieved this year. I don't think Geno Smith, as okay, long as he's okay. resigned, I don't think they're going to be back. I don't. That's um, fair. And they kind of got figured out towards the end, too. Just oh, like, gosh, yeah, oh, similar gosh. to the Giants. Whew. <laughs> so, I'm down on the Seahawks. I don't think they make the playoffs. I, I agree with you on the 49ers because they proved this past year that quarterback play wasn't super important for them. Right. So they have a good enough defense and uh, weapons on offense that I think they're going to be good enough to make the playoffs. Don't I think get me they'll wrong. be back. They're up there with teams that if I could pick a team to fall off, they're it. Because, man, did they run their mouths for a team that lost. <laughs> like, um, But the Cardinals and Rams, I think, are going to both be – the Cardinals are going to be, I think, about as bad as they were this year. I think the Rams are going to be probably, honestly, possibly worse than they were this year. And I think the Seahawks are worse. So that, to me, means even if the yeah, 49ers right. are worse, I think the Niners are winning that division fairly easily, no, fairly right. comfortably. You're right. Like, I, they could win it by default. They could be they could be a couple games They could worse go 10 than and 7, yes. and I think they could win that yes. by two games. Yes, I agree. So, uh, AFC West, like I, I like what I should have said we're last year. We're going to do year, Advance the Week, correct? Yeah, Advance Week, because I did the recruiting yeah. and everything. I just, you got to. Someone's got to knock off the Chiefs legitimately, and now they weren't able to do it this year. So I'm still going Kansas City. Reed and Mahomes, they'll figure it out. I want to say Chargers are next, and that I think that they can make it back to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, They got to figure out their late-game collapses and those issues. They brought in Kellen Moore. So which, I'm still going Chiefs-Chargers out there. I feel like helps the offense overall, but I don't feel like it helps your late-game clock stuff. No, possibly. But... I, I'm not a Raiders fan. I'm not a McDaniels fan. They now have quarterback questions surrounding them. They weren't that good this year. Broncos are interesting because I was higher on Wilson going into the year than others were. But, man, that was a bad year. Like, I don't know how else you can right. cut Short it. Short of, like, a devastating injury, that was the worst possible year they could have had. Like, that was awful. Uh, I think Sean Payton is a great coach. I oh, think they absolutely. have a fantastic defense. So could I could definitely see Denver rebounding from the year they had with Sean Payton and if they are able to supplement in free agency because they don't have any draft any early draft picks because of the Russell Wilson and Sean Payton acquisitions right. over the last year. Just play. Uh yeah, we'll do okay. recruiting later. Uh but so I, I I guess if you know if I'm ranking them, I'm going Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. That's where I would be on the AFC West. In the NFC North, I'm with you. I'm going Detroit. I just the way that they played at the end of the year, the way that that Dan Campbell coaches that team. If they can find a few more pieces on defense, I, I feel like you got to roll with Goff. And, and I don't even know that it's, now too. is the time to bring in a rookie. I guess it depends I, on. I still feel like. 
use your resources to continue to, to build get better, that team. right? Continue because to get then better. If you realize Guff isn't the guy, then you can bring in a younger guy or a free agent right. guy with an already built team. Right. Add know? another receiver to Amon Ra. Uh, get another offensive lineman to shore up. The, I mean, look what the Eagles were able to do with one of the best offensive lines I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, keep yeah. building that. They, you know, they drafted Sewell a couple of years ago. Add another guy to that line early. Add another playmaker on offense. Next, I'm going to go. It's nice Pitts getting to play in front of a crowd. Because <laughs> they have to travel to Florida Atlantic. Right. No yellow seats there. So, I probably put. I'll put Minnesota next because despite me knowing for the entire year that they were not as good as their record would indicate. I still think they were good enough and I think they'll be good enough again this year. I don't think they're going to win the division. We want to kick. I assume. Yeah. 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 You won. If you won the toss. So I'm going to go lions, Vikings, Packers, bears. I am probably higher on the bears. Maybe than some, they hold the number one pick, but I think what Justin Fields was able to do at the end of the year has shown them what they can do with him. Also, they have like 80-some million in cap space. Well, yeah, go out and do something now. Right. Get a better offensive line. Maybe they'll draft the quarterback. Add add some weapons. Get a good defense. Like, when is it? How often do you associate Chicago with a bad defense? Yeah. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done there. They're certainly not going to have the number one pick next year. But I still think they're probably the worst team in that division. Even if Rodgers is traded or retires or whatever happens there, who I don't even care. No, you do care. I, I, yeah, because I want him gone. I d- what the heck? I just hope that Green Bay moves on and I don't have to worry about him anymore. They give Jordan Love a chance. So um, I, I probably like, would say Lions Lions are my division winner, and that's me wanting and hoping for that to happen for sure. Yeah, I kind of want to see what happens with, um, with, with Jordan Love. Like, I want to see if he can do it or not. You know what I mean? Like... Just from a pure, like, no rooting interest kind of standpoint, just like, is he good? You know, like, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. We need to find out. This is going to be his fourth year. Oh, that was a hit and a half right there. Uh, so AFC North, or no, I did do the North. I should have done the South. AFC North. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Honestly, Cincinnati overachieved to me this year, or they surprised me. I, think, I feel like they I did agree. better than I expected them to do. Entering the year, I thought they would still be good. I thought they'd be behind the Ravens. Yes. But I, I'm happy that they weren't. I'm happy that they were better. I, but once again, now I'm like, did they do too much? Like, were they too good? Were they better than they actually I, are? They have a pun- – oh, yeah, we sacked them back. So I think, uh, yeah, they're going to punt. So that's why I'm with the the Bengals. Um it's the Ravens have just been so nutty the last two years with their injuries and they weren't even effective this year when Lamar was healthy. So I feel like now I have to give the benefit of the doubt to the best quarterback in that division. And that's Joe Burrow. So I feel like I'm going Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. I, maybe people will think that I'm nuts to give the Steelers that benefit of the doubt over the Browns who have a more established quarterback despite his off-the-field transgressions and issues. I, but, but he's also I, only played like six games in there, like three yeah, there's years. There's also something about the Browns that like is starting to really rub me the wrong way. Uh, yeah. I, and I can't put my finger on it. They're one of the youngest teams in the league, believe it or not. 
and I know they have pieces, but I feel like I have to see it, and I don't know that I've seen it yet. So I'm at this point, I'm going to default to the Bengals, and I feel like I'm falling to that trap of not having much turnover from this year. You know, I already yeah. said 49ers. I did, I did go with Lions, which would be different, but I feel like that's not much different than a lot of people are picking at the moment, you know? Right. Nice. So... Uh, yeah, I'll put Ravens in the uh, up there in the second. If Lamar's healthy and plays the whole year, I still think that they're good for nine or ten wins, easy. I think they definitely think if they, things break the right way, they can win eleven or twelve. I think they are they are very talented, but they just have had so many injury issues the last few years that it's just been too much to overcome. Um, so NFC South, the oh man, is that a yeah, I what a dumpster fire now. Um, it'd be interesting if Derek Carr would go to Carolina. Could the Panthers be the team to beat down there? Um, I don't know that they're not the team to beat, you know, like just because who are, who are you taking? Because I, I like Frank Reich as much as it went bad in the Indianapolis right, this right. year. Um, Steve Wilkes did a phenomenal job on an interim basis. I know a lot of people thought he should have gotten that job to begin with, but his one year in Arizona, you know. There's a lot to be said on both ways about it. It didn't go well. Um, maybe they maybe they should have brought him on, but obviously they went in a different direction. I don't really have I don't know enough about Carolina to comment that on more than that. But they they looked at least competent the last you know eight weeks of the year, yeah, eight ten weeks of the year. That hey, if you get better quarterback play, maybe something could happen. There then there's just the weird. Uh, um, just a weird thing going on in Atlanta too. Like, how good are they? You know. Well, there should be a, a decent amount of talent there. They just can't get ever get it done. Well, I feel like they honestly have overachieved with the amount of talent they've had the last no, two. No, no, you're right. You're right. I just I'm thinking like. But can they take another step? Is my guess. You know, right. Can, is Desmond Ritter the guy? Because Mariota's gone. Right. Are they rolling with Ritter? I mean, they got long, young talent there in Drake London and. and um, Kyle Pitts, right. who ended the year on IR, I believe. Yeah. But, you know, are they going to find a defense? Are they going to add a rushing threat besides quarterback? Oh, good. Uh, Is that the quarterback? No, that was a running back. Oh. Um, besides uh, Cordero Patterson, what's going on with the Saints? Like, are they rolling with Jameis? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Go big time. NFC South is brutal. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're gonna, that's going to be an interesting one to watch. And when we come to predictions this summer, I, I don't even know what to what to think about right. it right now. So we'll see how draft and free agency goes. I guess at the moment I favor Carolina. Like, I guess. Like, I don't feel great about it. but Right, but they almost made it this year. I Yeah, I'd pick them. Um, AFC South, I, I feel like you have to go – Re-injury risk high. Great. Um, I feel like I have to give the benefit of the doubt to the Jaguars with the way that they ended, the way things went for them towards the end of the year, the way they looked, what they were able to do then in the playoffs too. So I'm going Jacksonville there. Um, I feel like there's too much talent in Indianapolis for them to be that bad. So honestly, I would probably say next I would go um, Indianapolis followed by Tennessee and Houston. I still, I don't think there's much talent in Tennessee or Houston. No. Uh, NFC East, um, I'm probably 
I'm right there with Dallas and Philly. I don't know where I'm going to go, but they would be one and two. Uh, and, you know, I can hear arguments either way at the moment. The Eagles are just losing a lot. Um, yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see what they do in free agency and uh, in the draft because they're going to have a lot to either re-sign or replace, and it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Um, oh, oh. And well, and like you had that in, he's not a free agent, but they got to figure out the Hertz thing, like, right? Which I'm confident they will, like, but they got to get him signed, and I feel like that's one of those things that you got to do earlier. You hope to get done earlier so that you can then figure your pieces out around that because that's obviously going to be the biggest piece. Nice run. Um, so then uh, I, I don't think Washington or the Giants will be any good. I, I just don't, unfortunately. As much as I like Ron Rivera and Brian Dable, I, I just I don't know that they have enough, especially to compete with what Dallas and Philadelphia have. And in the AFC East, I think it's a very interesting division because – while the Bills, I don't think, are as good as some people would want you to believe, I still think they're the best team overall in the division. But when Josh Allen isn't clicking, it's it's it's, it's a, they're a tough watch. Yeah, and and like so, not to this, but and and again, this is my bias coming through, but. I think Bill O'Brien is a great hire for New England as the offensive coordinator. Like I do too. I think it's someone who's familiar with Mac Jones, familiar with what he can do, familiar with the New England system. You know, like I just I can't believe they didn't have an offensive coordinator. Well, uh, New England's cast off will be the Eagles' gain. You hear he's uh could be coming to town. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a possibility of uh um oh what's his name the guy from new england that was the lions coach why can't i think of his name patricia matt patricia yeah he's linked up with uh philly right now i guess i don't know if his contract goes up with new england or or what but he's been linked with the eagles recently good great grandma so (laughs) um the AFC East is very intriguing to me because I feel it's sort of like what people were talking about the AFC West last year. Yeah. I could see any of those four teams winning it if things break correctly. If the Jets manage to get Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr or somehow draft like CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, I could see the Jets winning that division. Obviously, yeah. I can see the Bills winning that division. The Dolphins were very close to winning that division this year, and they missed how many games without Tua? The Patriots were in the playoffs now a year a year removed, and they brought back Bill O'Brien, who has had success there before. So I feel like the the AFC East has the potential to be very, very good. Very well, good. And, and I could see any of the four teams winning the division. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would take those four... I would take the AFC East over the... NFC West, like top to bottom, the NFC South, the AFC South. Oh, Pro- my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Who is that dude? Their quarterback. Joey Yellen. It's on the first name. That's what it is. Yeah, that's it. So, 
I mean, with the question marks with the Raiders and Broncos, I'd take them over the AFC West. I'd probably take them over the NFC North. So, and, and it depends on your look outlook on Washington and the Giants and whether you take them over the NFC East. I feel like the best two divisions are the AFC East and the NFC East. I agree. So oh, all nice, is right nice in the world. You got set up here then. I, I I saw it, but I didn't really like, didn't click. Yeah, thanks. I work, work, it worked on that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this past week. Finally get things almost back yeah. or almost the way I want them. Just have one more minor change coming that's more in the uh, It'll, organization of the girls' play area. I'm intrigued to see what happens in free agency and the draft because, like, you know, and I'm not saying you'll get the same things, but I just look at, like, my team specifically, like, adding A.J. Brown last year. You know, like, there's right. always things off the radar that happen. I, I don't know that they'll be Eagle-centric, but, like, you know, will the, will the Ravens move Lamar? Like, well, you know, like, just, like, something's going to happen. Like, and I'm excited to see what it'll be, I think. <laughs> right, yeah. Nice. Did you see him wide open? Because I was about to run. I was about to I, run. I didn't. No one's, no one's running with him. That was Eagles ran that defense in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Laugh or you'll cry, right? Yeah. So I, I, I think that's pretty much all of them. I went through every, uh, every division there, team by team. But all the pit uh, running back is out for the game. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's Concussion. why the quarterback is running, running you over. Yeah, they can't. They don't have anyone else. Well, I put in, don't sub in our running back, and there he was on that last drive. So, um. So, so my, my teams to watch are 49ers in the West. I don't really have much hope in the other three teams out there. Um, in the, the NFC South, I feel like is a crapshoot. So we could get some turnover there. Uh, this year it was what Tampa Bay. So I honestly, I feel like they have as much of a chance to win that division this coming year as the other three do. So you could get turnover there. I think we'll see turnover in the NFC North. Cause I think it's going to be Detroit. So there that's, one repeat, one toss up, one turnover. Honestly, even if it's not Detroit, I feel like I feel like the Packers are better than the Vikings. Like I or I could see them being better than the Vikings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, so, no, I agree. So like even yeah, I I'm I'm just not high on the Vikings. So pencil them in if you're looking for your futures bets. Bet bet on the Vikings. <laughs> well, and and in the NFC East, it's, I think it's going to be Dallas or Philly. So that's two holdovers, one newcomer, and one toss up. In the AFC, I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Jaguars. I'm going Bengals. So that's three holdovers right there. And then in the East, like. I feel like I still have to go Buffalo, I, but free agency and trades could or uh, drafts could change that. But right there, that before the same four teams winning the division, like that's not going right, to happen. Right. But I can't. I don't know where to pull the plug. Do I piss off Adam and make myself look like a homer and not pick Buffalo? Yes. Even if I wouldn't pick Miami, like do I go New England? No, do I go I'm... the Jets? <laughs> Take a timeout. So, 
Uh, and obviously, they're going to be turnover in the wild cards too. But I don't know. I, I I know it's super early, so people are like, "Why does it matter? It's only March." And you're right; it is only March, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but it's fun to talk about, and NFL moves the needle, and oh, we they, enjoy they talking took the about time it. Out so. there, by the way. Oh, okay. Sounds good. So, so that's where we're at for uh, NFL 2023. We'll see what happens. Free agency starts in, I think, a week from Tuesday. I think it's like March 14th. I want to say around then around like the middle of March 14th, 15th. So we'll get some information there. We have uh, some franchise tags already been applied or going to be applied. Tony Pollard supposedly getting one and someone else already was was tugged. Yeah, you know, the uh, Cowboys just like to spend so much money on on running backs. Well, they have to be re-evaluating and adjusting the contract of Zeke. Right. A lot of people thought he might get cut. Well, I think they might give him an ultimatum. Right, like restructure or... Yeah, restructure or you're gone. All right. How do I set this up here? You got one timeout left. So, yeah, well, I'll maybe get us down close enough to maybe kick a field goal. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Maybe they won't cover somebody. Yeah, right. Oh, oh he dropped hold it. the ball. That's our 99 tight end, too. Well, now what do I do? <sighs> I don't know. I don't feel like I need a lot of yardage to get into field goal range that I'm not going to have a. Still have a second. I was going to say, maybe they'll uh, face mask us on one of Yeah, or yeah, pass interference, huh? Yeah, but it'll be interesting. Like right now, I feel like the combination of we just saw what the best teams are. We'll, we'll see how the teams shape up. And like I said, things will always happen, but. I didn't even get the throw off. But I hate that. That's the one thing that really bothers me about this game. I'm hitting the button. And, and not getting like, throw off, right. They were already about to touch you, so we're going to allow them to sack you. Um, but, yeah. So, what else do you want to talk about? Um, well, do you have anything to say about the college changes? So, I... I think a couple game. things. Because I didn't realize that college games are 20 minutes longer than NFL games. Okay. I, I think I, I wouldn't have known the, the number. The average game is. But three, I knew they were longer. Three and a half hours for college, three hours and 10 minutes for NFL. Sitting through so many Penn State games there, you like I know. have realized it. Yeah. Like, because I'm like, well, if we, like, because I know a 3.30, like, kickoff game, we're, we're going to be walking out of the stadium. Like, we won't be getting back to the car to, like. 7.30, Yeah. And that depends. Like, if it's a good game, then later, because, like, it takes forever to get out of the stadium. Um, but just, like, stuff like that. I don't have a problem with the stopping the back-to-back timeouts. Like, whatever. Um, I feel like that doesn't happen all that often. And yeah, I, don't I don't know how that's going to really help speed up the games. Like, um well, the other thing was like the penalties not carrying over or something. What was the like? I'm not sure. I I know they wanted to like not have 
the clock stop on every first down. Except in the final two minutes or so. Or right. A few minutes of the first half and the end of the game. And, like, I'm like, okay. They said that they thought that it would, it, it would eliminate, on average, seven plays a game. So you're not, like, breaking any ground here. That's not a ton. No. All right, especially in college where some teams are running so many plays. Right. So I, that's their hope. So, I mean, if they can cut off ten minutes, they at least got to start. Uh, how right. about just not taking, ti- like, TV timeouts all the time? Yep. But almighty dollars. Uh, right, exactly. And that, that talk it drives the baseball rules, too. Like, somebody's like, yeah, I wonder how much more. Like, let's. Somebody's like, the games are like 45 minutes longer than they were in like 1975. Okay. Uh, how many more commercials do they show in a game than they do in 1975? Because I bet it's a lot more. Yeah, it's probably a lot. Um, but again, uh, that's not. That's a separate conversation. But like. I'm okay with trying to make to speed up the college game a lot. Like I kind of like that the first down stops it when your team's like trying, you know, like it, I think it just adds a factor of like, oh man, this, you've still got a shot. You know what I mean? But in here's my issue with that. Who's not watching? Who's not watching a college game because it's 20 minutes longer? You know what right. I mean? I feel like you're either watching or you're not. Like, I feel like, how long did they say they were? Like, three and a half. Okay. I don't know how many people are like, you know what? I was in for 310, but three and 330, I'm out. Right. Yeah. I, I know. Like, I wonder the same thing. Although, I honestly, I wish both were at three and no more, but I'm going to watch it no matter what. Right. Oh, it just got right. Up. You know what? Like, you, you, to me, you know what drives college football numbers more is more good games, less games against, you know, Pit Johnstown or yeah. just Pit, but like you know, like well, yeah, well, you don't want to play scrubs, right? Which I think expanding the playoff, I feel like, was going to help that because it, it's it's me? it's becoming more like basketball, and I mean that in a good way. And that like a loss in September isn't going to crush your season if you know, like, if you're scheduling like now it didn't work out this year, but like Penn State scheduling Auburn, you know, like right. a loss there doesn't kill you because like hey, you're. Right. Yeah, I hope it allows teams, schools to play better, better teams. Right. Better not. I mean, that's the thing that that you and definitely Adam that, said that they complain most about. Right. Um, that being for season ticket right. wise. That being said, I <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with Penn State playing UMass out of the bye this week or this year because we're not good out of the bye. Yeah, for for sure. Um, we'll see how things go, but future schedules are up in the air right now. I know the Big Ten. Oh, that's something we could t- touch on. Big Ten scheduling. Yeah. So Big Ten football is going to undergo a lot of changes in a year when USC and UCLA joined the conference. They decided to keep the divisions for one more year in 2023, and that. The, the schedules are out for this season Although already. Although it's ridiculous to have three different scheduling like protocols in three different years, you know. So like I get right, it. just keep it the same. But the biggest debate is how are they going to handle it once USC and UCLA are are added? It sounds as though divisions are going away, so they're just going to have a giant what is it sixteen well, teams? <laughs> well, and and here we go. I think to some degree, a lot of this is all getting figured out. And I think a giant wrench is going to be thrown in it because I think a f- bunch of those teams are going to 
try and jump at the Big 12. You know how, like, the Big 12, I guess, is rumored to be going after the four corner states? Yeah. um, Or the four corner schools there. And I think that would be – I think those, like, the additional teams that are potentially coming – to the Big Ten would be ripe for the picking at that moment. You know what I mean? You talk about like Oregon, Oregon Washington, Oregon, Washington, Cal, Stanford. Cal, I don't know. You mean to add even more teams? Yes. Yeah. So in a, to a 20-team conference? Can you imagine? Get there before the SEC? Right. Well, well, here's the thing, too. If you've seen like the Pac-12 and – oh, my gosh – the Pac-12 and the ACC are not happy with their media deals. Right, I saw that. And so, like, I it wouldn't surprise me if if things don't get better if teams look to leave. Well, I mean, we talked about last because, year like, when USC and UCLA were added to the Big Ten. Right? Could they add more? Right. I think they will. I, I and I know they're so complicated, but like, I'd love to get Notre Dame. Like, just. Because, like, I feel right. like that would be a good one to get. Well, I mean, if those teams would jump from the Pac-12 to the Big 12, I feel like that the writing's on the wall for them for Notre Dame to right. do something, or you're going to be left behind. Yep. Well, they already can't be a top four seed. Right. Good. Finally. Something not going Notre Dame's way. Right. I always love that. These conferences and Notre Dame. These ADs and Jack Swarbuck or whatever his name is. I, I feel like I always I always want to say I feel like you know this this marketing doesn't work this sales stuff this scam and spam doesn't work. But then I always catch myself. Well, if they're doing it because it works, if they, if it didn't work, they wouldn't be doing oh. it. Oh oh, go. <laughs> so is that a fumble or an interception? I don't know. You can kick the extra point. Okay. That was awesome. <laughs> Does it even say what it was? Sports a turnover. Defensive uh, touchdown. They called it a fumble because they said scoop up the loose ball. <laughs> Quick kicks the extra point before they try to challenge it. <laughs> um, I, I feel like Notre Dame's cachet is still is overrated. Like oh, this 100%. is not the '90s anymore, or the '80s, or the 1930s. Like, <laughs> I, I just feel like '70s, '90s was what peak Notre Dame, and they haven't been. People love to beat them because so many you. Well, that's like a bunch think, of randos all are always like, "Oh, I like Notre Dame." You like? Why do you like Notre Dame? Who who said that? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, you meet random people yes, who are yes. Notre Dame's fan, and you're just like, "Why are you a Notre Dame fan?" I um, yeah, it's interesting. Like I say that, but like if I had to pick, so if you, let's say you had to add teams to the Big Ten. I know this got way off of our scheduling talk, but like if you had to pick, what are schools that you would want that are remaining? That are remaining? Yeah, that you think could come, like Notre Dame, okay, Oregon, Cal, and Stanford. Those would be my four. I agree. Like, of the ones that are left out there, those are the four I'm picking. You know what? What would be really interesting, though? What's that? Colorado, if Dion gets some. Yeah. Well, see, I think they're going to be one of those that is looking at the Big 12. Is that the one of the ones yeah. going to the Big 12? Yeah, so I 12? think it's like Colorado, Utah, 
Arizona and Arizona State. Okay. What the? Yeah, so, I mean, realistically, I would say if you're not counting Notre Dame, I would then add in probably Washington or Washington yeah. State. I would I would take Washington. But like would you want to would they want to split up? I mean, maybe I'm putting too much into rivalries that pe- maybe people don't care think, that much. But I think the money is going to dictate it cuz what are they going to do? Right. You know. But uh, I, okay. I just So without that though, like what let's continue the scheduling talk then. Oh, you mean back in the Big 10. Yeah, so yeah. realistic scheduling in 2024 for the Big 10. So I th- think you have to start each school gets one mandated game. So obviously for Ohio State and Michigan, that's easy. For a few other schools, it would be simple. But for a school like Penn State, it's always been difficult. It's really difficult. So do you just since since we want it to be Ohio State and Michigan State wants it to be Michigan, but it can't, do they just pair us up? It's already technically a rivalry. Do they just continue it that way? You know, do you yeah, keep? I hope not. So that would be one way to look at it. If they go to multiple rivalry, well, they also talked about not having the same number of permanent rivalries for all the schools, which I feel like is really weird and would make scheduling far more difficult. That was nice. I feel like if you're going to do three for one school, just do three for all the schools and yeah. figure it out. And maybe you'll have organically create a rivalry. Right. You know, in, in an ideal world, I want Penn State's rivalry, rivals in the Big Ten as it stands in 2024 to be Ohio State, Michigan, and it could be Michigan State just because um, – there, there's been discussion, you know, of Minnesota because they were our first Big Ten game. You do have Rutgers and Maryland as well. Right. So, I mean, if Penn State would, would get Ohio State and Michigan, I feel like you need to have Rutgers or Maryland to even out the strength of schedule. Oh, oh you still got it. Oh, take it back. You're going. <laughs> Two defensive touchdowns in a row. Couldn't happen to a better school. Longest interception return in NCAA history, apparently. 95 yards. I always find that hard to believe. but Right. Um, so I... Oh. I oh, think it hit the ground. Oh, no. Oh, yeah! <laughs> so... I would want Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. Like those are the three I would want. But Sorry, then you're repeat sa- them. I was Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. Or you know, honestly, Ohio State, Michigan, and Iowa, or Ohio State, Michigan, and Wisconsin. That's what like would look great for season tickets to be like. You're always playing these three teams, but in terms of strength of schedule, you can't do that. So even if you would get Ohio State and Michigan, you have to get a Maryland or a Rutgers. So, in reality, that's probably where I would look. I would want it to be Ohio State, Michigan, and Maryland. I'll just throw that in there okay. just because. What do I think is going to happen? I think we're going to get Ohio State, but then I think we're going to get like oh, Iowa, know. 
and then get Rutgers, or we're going to go Ohio State, Rutgers, and Maryland. I think I think we're getting Ohio State, Rutgers, and Maryland. What I would want is Ohio State. Michigan and USC. That's what I. Want. Oh yeah, see, I'm forgetting about the uh, the West Coast teams. Like right, and that would be killer. Like schedule, like all that stuff. But like, man, you talk about potential to probably have some years. Two of those be home games. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like imagine USC coming for a, a whiteout in late October. You know, like. Right. Well, you have to look at it though. So if if they give us Ohio State, and also, oh, and you get um, and Ohio State gets Michigan. Now Ohio State has Michigan and Penn State. They're not getting USC. Like there's no way. And right, and and like that's okay. Like you know, and, and maybe Michigan gets you. Then maybe Michigan gets Ohio State and USC, and they throw them like. Purdue or something like that. Right. I don't yeah. know. I mean, there's an there there's so many factors that go into it, but right. it would be a disservice if they would take Ohio State away from Penn State. I don't think they want to do that, but you know they have to keep Michigan. So now Ohio State already has two other blue bloods with them. Right. So how are they gonna do it? I, I feel like they're I'd be okay. To... Honestly, I'd be okay with it being UCLA. I know it's not the same as USC, but like getting that LA trip every other year, like that would be cool. Like, but not the same. But I think the most likely is Ohio State that being your big one, and then getting Maryland and Rutgers. Like, right. yay! But you know what? Hey, then we're quote unquote winning our rivalry games every year. Right? So. Yeah, you can sell that. Put it on a put it on a poster on a social media post, yeah. huh? Oh, speaking of Penn State and Maryland, what a win today. What a game for the boys, the men's basketball team. That was nuts. Yeah, I was watching, uh, and my mom was sitting there, and she was not pleased. Um, but No? Not happy about no. that? No, and not pleased at how excited I was, but <laughs> so be it. Yeah, hey, that was a good game. Yeah. That was a, that was a good game. Hey. I couldn't come against a better team either. I was going to say, it's amazing how we, we snuck one out against UCF, but we blew the doors we off the Blew the doors off a pit. Which just says that UCF is a better football program than Pitt. Well, they have won a national title more recently, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's not open that discussion. <laughs> I know you love that talk, too. Well, oh, no. UCF just got smoked by Washington. <laughs> 55 to 13. Yeah, but Rutgers lost to FIU. So. <laughs> well, we get to see FIU later. So, My quarterback was 3 of 5. <laughs> Hey, you do like Navy. I mean, uh, we're... <laughs> oh, we're playing Army, by the way. All right. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun. I mean, it's it's fun to get back to playing this game. It has been a long time. Oh, yeah. it's, probably been, it's been way too long. I haven't probably been played since last summer. So, this was uh, good to get back into. Um, but we'll continue to do this for the next uh, few weeks. Um, I got to remember to do this properly kept forgetting to scout uh, some of these guys. So we'll continue this for off and on over the next few months. You know, we'll get another season in and oh, that guy was terrible. Uh, he lost eight points when I scouted him. Found a bus for sure. Um, of course, I still got one more to scout, but um, we'll be back next week. Um, topic is up for discussion, Justin, whatever we want to talk about. Uh, we're getting close to March Madness, but I believe Selection sh- Sunday is in for two weeks, right? 
Or is it next weekend? No, next Sunday selection. Sunday. Is it next Sunday? Yeah. Okay, well then we yeah. can talk a little college basketball. We can try. Um, I don't know nearly as much about it as I knew like a decade ago. So yeah, I'll be grasping at straws and just hoping um, that Penn State makes it for the first time since twenty eleven. That win today could be huge. It would be. They need a really... good showing in the tournament, though. Well, if they could win one game in the tournament, I think they're in. You like, think so? Yeah, because they were quote unquote last team in before the Maryland win today. So beating Maryland was a huge win. That's a quad one win, ranked win. Maryland's terrible on the road in the Big Ten this year, but like that's okay. I'll take it. Um, yeah. And was up they were up sixteen. Yeah. Um but well, hey, we lost the other night and we were up by what? Yeah. On was it Rutgers? Yeah. Yep. Who started the season really hot and then has fallen off. But That's fine. They I beat us twice. If, if if Penn State wins a game in the Big Ten tournament, I think they're in. If they don't, it's really close. Well, and they get um, a bye, right? They get a bye, yeah. But it's so weird now with the fourteen teams. Like their teams getting double buys and like all right. kinds of stuff. But they got a, they would have had to play yeah. if they would have yeah. lost, though. Yes, yeah. If they lost, they would have had to play in the first one. So they got a bye. Yeah, there's a lot of chaos. Um, Michigan beat Indiana today, I think, or Indiana beat Michigan. I forget. One of those teams, like, won, and I think Michigan held off Indiana. But, like, because that was going into today, that was projected who Penn State was going to have to play. Okay. Um, but then Penn State won and Indiana lost. So, like, who knows where they'll end up. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, I'm going to save this and get out of here so that we can wrap up and be done. I think we're on a bye week, so I'll have to do recruiting and sim past that. Not sure who we play in week five. We might actually already be in, since it's, it is the fifth week, we might be in our regular schedule. We play, I think we have two more non-conference games, though. Army and someone else. I forget. But, yep, always fun to be back doing this. You know we're in off-season mode when we're doing this, so. Um. Yeah, it was fun. So we will finish up here. Any? Do you have any shout outs? Anything to say? Well, not off the top of my head. No. Not off the top of your head. Oh, well, we will uh, be back next week. We will talk college basketball while we play games three and four of our fourth year in the FAU Owls NCAA Football 14 Dynasty. We'll see after we get through our fourth year if we can get any big-time jobs. We've been looking for it the last two off-seasons, Justin, and there were just none that jumped out to us. Right. So right. we decided to keep on keeping on, and, and here we are. So thanks, everyone, for joining, for watching. Hope you enjoyed our discussion about the NFL short yardage uh, and our early look at 2023, and we talked a little college football, Big Ten, Penn State. A lot of fun. We'll be back to, up uh, next Sunday to do the same. If you have a topic suggestion, uh, Go ahead and let us know. Uh, yes, your dad says go Nittany Line wrestlers. They had a big, yes. big day yes. uh, or big weekend yeah. winning the Big Ten Championship. Big Ten Championship. Four um, out of ten weight classes are owned by them. They had two runners up. And they qualified nine to NCAAs. Nine qualifiers so. going to Tulsa. So we look for that uh, in two weeks, right? That's in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. And also a uh, shout out to Wilson Minithon, uh, yes. having their Minithon event uh, Friday into Saturday. And they raised what? 81,000, $81,000 for, I thought, was, I thought it was like 82. Was it was 82, like, like 82 and like 23 oh, they, cents. Yeah. Yeah. They had that. just gotten into the next, yeah. the, the next number. So yeah, whatever it was, it was in the low, low 80,000s. Awesome job. 
Uh, always a fun time. Great event. Yeah. Thank you for the support. Uh, thank you for uh, running that and getting things together to the advisors and to the students. Uh, always great to see. So appreciate all the support for Four Diamonds Fund and uh, Conquering Childhood Cancer. And um, I think that's I think that's about it. Oh, a happy early birthday to my uncle Dennis. I believe celebrating in the next few days. I think his is is coming up here. Um, I want to say Tuesday, if I'm uh, not remember. Yes, Tuesday. So a uh, happy early birthday to my uncle. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. We'll be back uh, next Sunday for more of the same. If you have a topic you want to talk about. Let us know. But uh, for Justin, I'm Joe Mays. This was episode 372 of the Joe Mays and JRAF show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and JRAF show. Brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.